Galnet News Digest, 29th of September 3306. We read the news, so you don't have to. In this week's News Roundup, poor pilot participation preventing provision progress puts Prince's party plans in peril. Sisyphus repairs the Empire. Starship One link to Neo-Marlinists. Chariot of the Chicken Gods. Walking the Stanford Taurus. Poor pilot participation preventing provision progress puts Prince's party plans in peril. The Empire has dramatically scaled back plans for its celebration of the life of Mad Prince Harold. Initially appealing for 50 million tonnes of rare goods to have a slap-up solemn memorial ceremony and feast. The event has been scaled back twice. Firstly to 12 million tonnes, and then again all the way down to 4 million tonnes. Despite the promise of an Achenar system permit and generous discounts on the full range of Guttemeyer ships, it seems that Prince Harold's debauchery and dissolute lifestyle may not have made him the most popular of the Duvals and it seems that the memorial organisers may struggle even to arrange provision of this vastly reduced target of only 8% of the original plan. No longer will the mass of party provisions subtly alter the orbit of capital. With less than 4 million tonnes of caviar, brandy, cigars and fire opals, the event will have to be scaled back to only close friends and planets. Commanders who wish to assist Imperial leaders in celebrating the removal of that most embarrassing of the Duvals should be aware that Kamitra, source of the famous cigars, is currently in boom and is selling the celebrated carcinogen in packs of 45 tonnes. Sisyphus repairs the Empire Bombed by Neo-Marlinist terrorists on the 10th of September, it took two weeks to put the fires out at targeted Imperial stations, so it must come as a relief to Empire authorities to know that Operation Ida and other willing commanders with the benefit of fleet carriers for a bulk haulage have been making short work of station repair. Less than a week after the fires were extinguished, Muller Terminal in Raab and Tsiolkovsky Terminal in Gabjaujis are fully repaired and will be reopened on Thursday. Mackenzie Relay in Semies is making very good progress and may also be ready to be reopened this Thursday, failing which both Mackenzie Relay and Garrido Market in LHS 4031 will be reopening next week. The commanders of Operation Ida appear to have a Sisyphean complex, but you can get medicine for that. In related news, Brewer Corporation will be opening the upgraded starports in 10 systems also on Thursday. Fleet carrier owners are urged to rush to Fjorgen, HR4979, Wolf294, Lambda2 Tucani, Potriti, LHS4058, Chakpa, Galibasi, Itasefi, and Ninabin systems to fill up on tritium efficiently and with a minimum of fuss. Owners whose fleet carriers are in Colonia will not benefit. Starship One Link to Neo-Marlinists With the trial of Federal Navy Chief Technician Rory Webster starting, and with the revelation that an unnamed external source supplied modified power regulators that caused Starship One's frameshift drive to malfunction, 
and with the repair of four Imperial stations bombed using Thargoid-derived weaponry nearing completion, Commander Factabulous thinks he can see a common thread that brings these mysteries together. A trial about a failed frameshift drive that may split the Federation into squabbling factions. The Empire threatened by dirty Thargoid bombs. The Alliance completely unaffected. What criminal mastermind could be behind all this? In unrelated news, engineer Ishmael Palin, who modifies frameshift drives for a living and who collected vast stores of Thargoid technology during his time in the Pleiades, is reported to be settling comfortably into his new Alliance-sponsored base at Able Laboratory in the Ark System. Chariot of the Chicken Gods Primitive ancient thinkers such as Erich von Daniken used to think that religious symbols drawn in vast scale on the Nazca Desert on Earth were landing strips for alien sun gods. Presumably alien sun gods too primitive to have developed the sort of vertical take-off and landing our ships are equipped with today. Now, thousands of years later, another landing strip has been identified, but on a far more massive scale. In fact, it is believed that this may be the largest of its size in the galaxy. Quite why someone would need a landing strip at 700 light-years long, with two enormous circular taxiways at one end, is unclear. But judging by its shape, perhaps they're hoping for very, very large intergalactic fertility gods to bless them with performance enhancers. Walking the Stanford Taurus Having finally found someone who can edit video, the Pilots' Federation had trouble releasing its so-called Dev Diary and ended up making it visible a day early. We already knew that commanders are to be permitted to walk on planets and become botanists. This new holovid shows commanders admiring the inside of an asteroid base from a viewing area, looking at mission boards, booking flights, shopping for ships and weapons, and hanging around in a waiting area, as well as rather more moody shots of commanders heading into small settlements. There was talk of scavenging from wreckage, and of different sorts of EVA suits for exploration, combat, and indeed scavenging. There's an ongoing programme of rehabilitating commanders to walk, in preparation for this giant leap forward. We must remember that commanders have been stuck in their pilot chairs for the past six years, so getting the muscles in their legs working again is going to take some practice. But imagine walking round the habitation ring of an Orbis starport, manicured parkways curving out of sight ahead and behind, the stars wheeling above your head. Well, we didn't see that. However, on the 27th of October, all commanders who do not already hold the Horizons permit will become eligible to land on airless planets, to drive SRVs and ship-launched fighters, and to visit engineers to craft modifications. Commanders who already possess the permit will receive a complete set of Azure paint jobs for their ships as a thank you. The reason for the Wednesday release of the Dev Diary Holovid was that way too many commanders are planning to spend Thursday reliving events from a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. 
but a spy in the Pilots' Federation decided to release a day earlier still, as a special favour to their buddies at Lave Radio. And that's this week's Galnet News. Galnet News, we read the news so you don't have to.